Welcome back to Her Fantasy Football. This is your host, Courtney Kirby. Ashley Williams. And Brandon Marianne Lee. You can follow us on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. You can find us also on Pinterest and Instagram with the same handle. And on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash HerFantasyFootball. And as always, go to HerFantasyFootball.com. Now, a little teaser here about the sleepers we have for our fantasy teams. Ashley, Ryan Matthews, huh? <laughs> um, I chose Ryan Matthews because he's the ultimate non-sleeper. And I just thought it was funny. Can you, <laughs> can you think of anybody like least likely to be a sleeper in anybody's fantasy draft at all? Well, I don't know, Ashley. I mean, he had a whole 700 yards last year. <laughs> <laughs> like what? One touchdown? One touchdown. Uh, one touchdown. Five third downs all season. It's go so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still the starting running back there. I mean, I can't think of any other team where you can have that production or lack thereof and still be the starting running back. You know what? It's asinine. You know what I didn't realize? I thought he was out hurt. A majority of the season, but he actually played 12 games. Yeah. I mean, he's played, he played more games last year than the two seasons previous to that, but, and he had more touchdowns than I mean, well, he had like, what, like seven touchdowns in 2011, I want to say. I mean, it's still a terrible ratio to game, but I mean, he played a decent amount last year. He just doesn't get the ball at the goal line. You know, no. now with Danny Woodhead, he's definitely not going to be getting the ball at the goal line. I mean, how embarrassing is it when we have to throw a guy in that's, what, 5-2? I mean, I'm kidding, but basically 5-2 in the goal line because you can't cut it. He's adorable, and he did very good for that small Nebraska team, whatever their names oh, are. You just like him because your husband went to school there. I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, it's true. The rest of the world had no idea. And his Danny last name's Woodhead. I mean, need you say more? Sounds like Whitehead. No, Just that's me? not where my that's, that's not where my head went. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess I can't think about him at all, really. But I mean, I would draft him over Ryan Matthews at this point, just for the sheer fact that he's going to at least get the goal line touches. I'm I mean, yeah. I would you? say Ryan Matthews is a is a flex at best. At best. At best. I think the touchdowns is really a huge issue. Well, because he doesn't get that much yardage either. Like you said, it's, you know, 700 and change. I mean, that's, that's terrible. It's not terrible. It's not starting material. It certainly isn't high draft pick material. And I would say if you had that many yards, but you were constantly getting touchdowns, that would be one thing. But it's not even close. At least the years before, he had six touchdowns and seven touchdowns. I mean, still, that's not even a touchdown a game. It's not even a touchdown half touchdown a game. Touchdown every two games, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you start doing the math, and you're like, hold on. How many points does this guy get per game? I mean, look at, you're looking at, like, <laughs> less than 50 yards a game. And maybe if you're lucky, it's the right week of touchdown. Maybe. Well, and then last year, none, unless you got him that one game. Which that was one week. week. That three. one week you felt really good about that start, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll start him again. Then you're hating yourself the next week. Except for that <laughs> same week, he only got 44 yards. Well, at least he got a touchdown. Sure, but that means he got 10 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, right? Uh. If, it's, if it's one yard, every, or if it's one point for every 10 yards, he got 4.4 points. And then plus six. That's it. But I find it so interesting that, I mean, his, his coaches are standing behind him. And, and even now, with the new coach, he's standing behind him. I mean, what is it about this guy? I mean, is he just this amazing locker room presence that coaches feel the need to defend this guy? I'm not entirely sure. I just think that they don't feel like they have better options. Then draft one. Yeah, but San Diego draft has so a better many option. They have so many needs that... You know, I think they're just going to try to ride this until they 
absolutely must get off the pony. That was three years ago. I agree. The pony <laughs> is just sad and like limping and can't even leave his little, what do they call those places that keep horses? Barns? <laughs> Yeah, but like in the stables. 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 So good. We lived in Nebraska for a while. You wouldn't know. Well, we didn't really have horses. That we had pigs. Pigs, yeah. Goats, cattle. A little more. (laughs) And Danny Woodhead. Danny Woodhead. (laughs) (laughs) Valid, valid point. You know, it's shocking to me is he had a Pro Bowl appearance in 2011. Well, that year he did have a thousand, you know, almost almost eleven hundred miles or eleven hundred yards. Uh, that was his sixth touchdown season. You know, he did have four hundred and fifty-five yards receiving that year as well. If you were in a PPR league, he had fifty receptions. So he definitely had a better year. But I agree. Far. I just I never think of him as a Pro Bowler. I mean, I get it. I mean, looking at the stats as a whole. You know, it, 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 I, I can understand, I suppose, but I just, I can't even imagine that the word Ryan Matthews, pro bowler, would ever have been said. Well, people were so excited about him when he came out. People were like, yeah. oh, Ryan Matthews, this is going to be fantastic. In fact, I remember his, his rookie year, and this is what they did with Sean Green. Um, Oh, there were a couple other people, too. It was like no one knew who these guys were or what they would do in the NFL, but they were like, yeah draft him at the very top people were drafting him in the first round and they even did that last or not last year well last year I bet it was close but in 2011 same deal first round oh yeah it's crazy he is not first round talent no bold predictions Ashley where is Ryan Matthews going in the draft in the draft oh I guess that depends on how many teams are in your league. Let's go with the 10, 10 team league. If, if it was me, I honestly wouldn't draft him, but I feel like I've been burned by Ryan Matthews in the past so much that he's just one of those players. Like I won't ever touch ever, ever again. I mean, he's not quite shop caliber for me, which is shocking. Um, all the listeners will realize my complete hatred of shop. Some of it's found, some of it's not. But, I mean, Ryan Matthews falls in that category for me. I just got burned enough with him that I would never draft him. But That's how I, mean, I feel he... about Philip Rivers. <laughs> but he's a starting running back. So, I mean, do you really pass over a starting running back for a second-string guy? I mean, you kind of do almost in this case, but like that's kind of illogical when you're sitting there on draft day. But I mean, history kind of proves that it wouldn't necessarily be the craziest thing to do. I mean, where do you think he's going to go? I mean, he's definitely, you know, highest, round six, seven, highest, highest. Well, that's kind of where he went. I did a mock draft on ESPN under my husband's name. He's actually never done one. It was hilarious because we usually use Yahoo. Uh, But I, I, Yahoo, they close their mock drafts, by the way, at a certain time at night, which I think to myself, Hmm. That's weird. That's the only time you would ever <laughs> want to do a mock draft. <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand that, but they, it was closed. So I went to the ESPN one because I thought, well, I'll try it out. I'm not a mock draft fan. No. And let me tell you, it only proved it because I got somehow an all-star team, which I know with rational human beings drafting, that's not going to happen. So I did this mock draft, and I do have to tell you, though, Ryan Matthews did not go off the board until, I think, yeah, round seven or eight. Yeah, but that I was mean, my guess. I think I'm eight. not surprised. As I said, six was the highest. I would predict him to go around seven or eight. The, did you hear that? Which is kind of shocking for a starting running back, you know? Right. Yeah, they're, they're drafting Isaiah Pede over him. Yeah, it's yeah, nuts. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you can't blame anyone for that. I know. Well, because they're thinking, well, at least I know they have potential. There's a possibility. Yeah. And that's kind of what you have to decide in, in some of those rounds. I would have to say 
you know, I feel bad though for him. Have you heard that he has so much hatred that people actually like threatened to kill him on his Twitter? I know, page? which I mean, that's just absurd. I mean, it's it's a game. At the end of the day, it's a game we all love. But to actually sit there and threaten people is just crazy. Even if he did just get one touchdown last year. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess is right in the line, but yeah, it's not yeah. okay. I, I couldn't believe that. But you know, but it, it did make me feel a little bad for him, you know, because you're like, ugh, I want to hate you. Everyone's so mean to you that, you know, he's that constant guy you just want to give a second chance to. Yeah. For whatever reason. The sympathy pack. Yeah. And you, you also, they'd be like, oh, he's kind of a steal in round nine. He probably is, but until he gets hurt. And then you're like, well, can't trade this guy because no one's gonna pick him up for me it's a pure drop at that point oh yeah no one trades for ryan matthews no. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta find the person to join the league for the first time be like i'm trading you a starting running back this is ryan matthews you just gotta catch him before he gets injured when you trade him he just had a bad week <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll totally change next week when he breaks his clavicle again <laughs> Don't be that person, viewers. Do not be the one that picks up Ryan Matthews in a trade. Don't do it. He goes in the don't draft a Jet and don't draft Jay Cutler category. And I'd draft Matthews. Jay Cutler over Ryan Matthews. Bold statement. For, sh- for sure. I'll stand by that. <laughs> I'll stand by you. <laughs> I won't stand by him. I'll stand by my choice. <laughs> It's pretty, it's getting scary out there when you were I mean, that. and correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, how many fumbles did he have in 2012, Brennan? Two? Mm, let me look at my stats. I want to say it's two fumbles compared to the one touchdown he got. Right. That is Not true. a good ratio. <laughs> Not good ratio. <laughs> Not good. No. Uh, negative points, folks. He does have, well... No, I have nothing else to add to that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think the moral of the story is if you take Ryan Matthews before round seven, you've lost your mind. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So good. Is that how we're going to sum up Ryan Matthews as the ultimate non-sleeper? Round seven. No (laughs) higher. No higher. That's uh, about where Ashley takes her kickers. So, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh, good. My love affairs so with Acre came to an end last year. It's very tragic. Very mm. tragic. Well, I think no. my second sleeper, since I think we've talked enough about Ryan Matthews, I think that's all we'll talk about him all season <laughs> until he gets hurt. And then we just call out the obvious. But uh, is Julian Edelman. Thoughts, guys? I think, you know... Another injury-prone guy, and if he can stay healthy, might be a solid sleeper, though. I mean, I think he's kind of getting set up to be the number two receiver. There's been talk of Shane Vereen being the number two. He takes some, you know, some snaps on the line there. But, you know, he had a bum season. He hurt his hand early in the season last year and then hurt his foot, and then he's still nursing his foot to health right now. And so I think, you know, we're just hoping for him get to the season healthy but if he does I mean he's really the only receiver that knows the offense and is actually you know working Brady yeah I mean he seems to know a lot and Brady really really likes him Um, you know does he yeah they have a good connection with each other and Belichick likes him as well I just think that it's the hair it's the hair it is it is so good um, I think I think he's a fantasy sleeper. I think that he, you know, you could draft him high, and he might. He, I think he's going to do well for you now that Hernandez is, um, you know, busy. Um, <laughs> busy. He's busy doing nothing. He's got. The boss, but yes, I think he's a great pickup. I'm going to disagree. Ooh, he, intriguing. He had. 21 total receptions last year. Total. The year before that, four. The year before that, seven. You guys are remembering the 2009 season when he had 37 receptions, but wasn't that also the year that Tom Brady was out? I'm remembering Hernandez getting locked up. 
And Wes Walker going bye-bye. And Wes Walker going away. I mean, you take Hernandez, Gronk, Welker out of the equation. I mean, Gronk is obviously still in the equation, but, you know, again, another injury-prone guy. All all I'm saying is, is I'm not saying he's going to be a solid sleeper for the whole season. I think we're to see how that plays out. But I don't think he's a bad choice in the fact that he's literally the only receiver that knows the offense right now. And so whether or not he was a high target... He is a, at the most, a pickup, like, in the, like, 12th, 14th round, right? We're talking about deep sleeper. We're talking deep sleeper. Yeah, we're not talking you pick this guy up in the third, fourth round. But I think he could definitely get some looks, especially in the beginning of the season when they haven't had a whole lot of time to figure out the offense, figure out positions, try to, you know, get a groove. I mean, he at least knows the playbook, and Brady knows him. Mm -hmm. No, it was 2008 that Brady was out. 2009 his first year back that um, Edelman had those stats I I'm just you know I think Edelman's one of those players that I've never quite seen I always thought it was really weird when they compared him to Welker I thought no 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 I don't see that at all he's not a slot receiver though God. that's not him I mean he's in, he's a weird position where he's this he's not this the speed guy down the sideline either but he's somewhere in between he's definitely not a slot and I think that's why they're confused on how to how to use him. But I think they're going to be forced to figure out a situation to use him because he's the only guy that knows the playbook. So I think it's going to be an advantage to him that they're going to purposely, you know, focus on some schemes to go around him. Well, they're going to have to obviously, I mean, they're going to have to be forced to deal with a lot of things. Brady's top five receivers are all gone. The only one that's still there is Gronk, and he's kind of there. super duper injured so yeah they're gonna have to figure something out I'm not entirely sure I I just don't I don't trust him I don't know why I don't trust him on my fantasy team I'm really concerned about the Patriots in general right now I I, I'm and then did you see that Kraft made a comment oh yeah finally about the Hernandez situation and I was duped and and I'm thinking to myself yeah you were duped and you were duped into not surrounding Brady with receivers the year he restructured his contract to get better receivers. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. So I, I'm, I'm just concerned in general. But I think he's a deep sleeper. I mean, I understand your reservation on him, and I think the other issue is he's, so, he's injury prone. I mean, the guy, again, hasn't been able to get through a season healthy. So I think it's, it's hard to judge him in that sense, but I think that you know, the way it's been going as far as with camp and whatnot is that they are focusing on him, and he is a solid number two receiver. And I think that that's something to consider. I mean, this, if this was last year, we wouldn't even be talking about Julian Edelman. I mean, he'd be a worse pickup than Ryan Matthews, and that's saying something. But Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> but, but it's a different season, a different ballpark, different people are being arrested. they got a different team, a totally different team this year than what we've seen. Well, as, uh, you know... Amendola, I love Amendola in the games Everyone he does. plays in. When he plays, he's fantastic. But he so often is not playing, and that's his biggest problem. I don't know how many times I've picked up and dropped Danny Amendola in my life. Like, it's unbelievable. And I use him for the games that I can, and then I leave him. So I guess you're right. I mean, maybe Julian Edelman can be the guy that you pick up in those games the way that you would Danny Amendola when he's in or out with injury. He's got to throw to someone. I, Brady's got to throw to somebody. I don't, I, it's, well, and everybody's going to be focusing on Danny. So, I mean, that leaves open Julian Edelman. I mean, again, I'm not – I mean, obviously he's a number two receiver. If you, if you can get Danny Amendola, then you go that route. But I think that they're – the balls will be thrown his way. The question will be, can he stay healthy is really the question. And I think the other question is how many people are in your league. I mean, if you are on an eight team league, yeah, you probably aren't going to have to go as deep as Julian Edelman. But if you are in a 10, 12, 14 person league, then yeah, I think he's a solid pickup in the later rounds. Well, it's going to be interesting. And, uh, I think that can bring us over to my deep, 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 deep sleeper, which is not someone I would say to draft. Don't draft this guy. But Dominic Hickson used to be a giant, and he is now a panther. Now, what I have to say about him. I'm intrigued. Hmm? 
I'm intrigued. Yes, it is intriguing. So basically, Dominic Hickson had the mm, fortune of winning Super Bowls, but that was because he was behind super duper studs. And so he didn't get the playing time. But last year, he had an interesting year where he did have 567 yards, 39 receptions. It wasn't quite his highest. His highest was in 2008 with 43 receptions, 596 yards. Uh, but he played more games. He didn't get hurt. Right. And he's shown some flashes of mm, interesting, let's say, uh, you know, talent, at least. He's six foot two. You know, he is, he's 28. You know, he's got everything that you need. And here's the deal. The Panthers do not have everything that they need. Cam Newton was the number one rusher on the Carolina Panthers last year. That's right. He rushed the most. It is bananas. But and let me ask you this. Is that not so frustrating when you have a Panthers receiver and Cam Newton runs the damn ball in at the goal line or 20, 30 yards out and doesn't throw to your receiver. It's the only thing that makes me hesitant about your choice is that because Cam is, you don't know what you're going to get with him, whether he's actually going to throw to his receivers that game or not. I completely agree with you, but they're really trying to get him into a different uh, offensive scheme. So he has a new offensive coordinator, you know, and actually – he actually threw better from under center. Under center, his passer rating was 97.4. When he was operating I like him a in shotgun. the pocket. I like it. Yeah, I mean, he's so accurate. So, but the problem is, is that Steve Smith is fantastic. And actually, I, you know, he's kind of also a sleeper because you can get him really low considering how often he gets the ball. Uh, but they don't really have a number two. I mean, there's LaFell. But LaFell has been really disappointing for the team. Yeah. And yeah. so I think that there's a possibility. I'm hoping that maybe there's a Brandon Lloyd effect going on, you know, where all of a sudden he just gets in the right team that really needs him and he can just come alive. Like Brandon I Lloyd think, did with the Broncos. I think what I like about him is that, I mean, like you said, in 2012 and in 2008, he had, you know, solid 500 plus, almost 600 plus receiving yard seasons. And that's when you're behind in beastly receiving core. I mean, yeah. the Giants receivers, I mean, literally three could go down and you could still feel good about it. You know, and there's few teams you could say that with. I mean, they have so many solid receivers. And so it's hard for any of them to really, really stand out. And yet they all do because they're such a great unit that, you know, for him to go to a different team where it's really just him and Steve Smith is exciting. I think that he could really have potential again if Cam does throw the ball. Well, Cam does throw the ball. He does. I mean, yeah, he does, but it's just, it's frustrating when you're watching the game and he runs, he has one of his like four, you know, touchdown games and you're just like, throw to my receiver, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. No, I'd scream at the TV a lot with Cam. (laughs) (laughs) I yell at him frequently on Sundays. I think you draft him. I think you draft him really low, but I think you draft him. I think he's going to do great. I mean, as you said, Steve Smith, you love him. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge Cam Newton fan, but I think he's going to throw the ball a lot more this year, and I think he, I think you draft him. I think he's going to be great. You he's know? also a deep guy. So he, like last year, he averaged 14.5 yards per reception on his 39 receptions. You know, so he's, you know, I'm, I'm feeling okay about him. I feel like he's someone to keep an eye out for. I'm not entirely sure if you need to draft him. He's, he's probably going to stay a free agent, but he's, you know, because he's a number three guy. I mean, he only had two touchdowns last year, but again, you're behind that enormous core. And, and, I, and I agree. I like that he's a deep ball threat. And I like people are going to be honing on Steve Smith. So that, that's going to automatically open up the opportunity for, you right. know, Hickson, period. Well, and they're going to be – defenses are also going to be focusing on Cam Newton. Yeah. Exa- yes, you know. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, I certainly hope they are. They're going to be losing a lot of games. And Ugh. Cam has to get support. It's great for fantasy what he does. He's a great fantasy quarterback. But if the team wants to win, 
And this is the difference between real football and fantasy football. But if the team is going to win, they're going to have to mix it up. And they know that. Everybody well, knows that. That's not a mystery. I'm not revealing anything. And so I'm hoping that maybe Dominica Hickson is going to be one of the beneficiaries of that mixing it up, trying to fool defenses. Uh, and I, I think they're going to do a good job. And well, I think you should put that suggestion in his suggestion box. <laughs> I am. I am. Someone just started an email. I'm sure someone did, like a Gmail. It was like camsuggestionbox at gmail.com. Oh, I'd love to see all those suggestions. It's right? gold is what that would be. Beautiful. And speaking of gold, this is like a not-so-deep sleeper, but someone that I did want to bring up. Emmanuel Sanders. And so, as we know, Mike Wallace departed. That's for Steelers this year. And last year, Mike Wallace had 838 receiving yards. The year before that, he had 1,193 yards. He's been a huge receiver for them. And now that he's gone, obviously Antonio Brown is going to be great. And he's going to be the number one pick from Pittsburgh for the receivers. There's no doubt about it. You know, and I, I'm not going to debate that. But what I am going to say is that Emmanuel Sanders, I think, is going to get a lot of looks. I am concerned about the running game for Pittsburgh. I'm concerned because, yes, LeVon Bell's going to be the starter. And, but he's a rookie. Rookies always get hurt. It's just the way that it always. is. Every time. Unbelievable. It and, is clockwork. <laughs> yeah, it's just unbelievable. Always, always the good news. Uh, and then behind him is Isaac Redman, Rod Stevens-Howling, Jonathan Dwyer, and this guy Baron Batch, whatever. I, listen, nothing to get excited about. So they're going to be using both Antonio Brown and Manuel Sanders a lot. Yeah. And I feel really great about his position on that team. And I actually think that Big Ben, he's not pretty to watch. Let's just put that out there to be what it is. He's just, it is what it is. No Cam Newton to watch. No Cam Newton. There is no no Cam Newton. (laughs) But he Uh does get these receivers the ball. Like when you actually look at their stats. Well, no, is this correct? Is, is Sanders only had one touchdown last year? He did, but he had 626 yards. And what's encouraging to me is that from 2010, he had you know, 376, 288 in 2011, but he played two less games, and then he jumped all the way up to 626 in 2012. So clearly they're encouraged by him. They're going to him more. He's being included in packages more. So to me that's... It's but not in the red sign. zone because he had two touchdowns in both 2010 and 2011, yep. but only one in 2012. That's a lot of points you're getting on fantasy with those touchdowns. I, I worry. I, I hope that they, they give him the ball in the red zone. Well, that's only six more points the whole season, first of all, right? Because there's only one. Well, I, I think I, they will. I but, mean, Mike Wallace is gone. I mean, how many touchdowns did Mike Wallace have? I mean. Well, the problem is the Steelers didn't have that many touchdowns last year. No, that was true. I mean, they weren't as good. They didn't make the playoffs. That's like the first time in, gosh, I don't even remember. Listen, yeah. I, so, and Ben was out. Remember remember the terrifying backup games? <laughs> <laughs> when Ben goes down, it's one of my favorite games to watch because you just don't know what's going to happen. So good. You know, say what you will about Ben Roethlisberger, but that guy is a brick. I mean, he goes out with broken feet he's got like casted up boots i mean that guy can play through anything so when yeah goes, jay when cutler he, needs to hang out with, with ben yeah. for a little bit Oof. i mean when ben's not playing i know that guy's got to be like broken like literally <laughs> broken to not be on the field <laughs> you know and then his backups are just and they're so nice I know. Batch? My God. Who doesn't love Batch? Nice guy. Great guy. And he's just looking at Ben. So smiley and just (laughs) lovely. He's just saying, yeah, man, I'm really trying. And Ben's looking like, I know. Trying so hard. I know you are. Oh, then sexy Tomlin's just looking on, not knowing what to do. Mm, Mm. Mm. Let's take a moment. (laughs) Nobody rocks aviators like Mike Tomlin. <laughs> he's also Nobody. a little terrifying, which I'm kind of into. I just love he's got, he's like, I've got one rule. Don't be that guy. Right. 
clearly Ben missed that particular meeting. But other than that, don't be that guy. It's just crazy town. I, I would say I think the Steelers are going to be better this year, even though Ben's been in surgery again. I, for some reason, well, I think he looks like Shrek. I think he is Shrek. And I also think Shrek is indestructible, and so is Ben Roethlisberger. So is ben I'm just not really disturbed by him getting surgery. To me, he probably gets surgery every year, like just a tune-up. He's like, eh, <laughs> can you kind of tweak this and do that, you know? And so, he wastes like a 12 broken bones, then he gets surgery at the end of the season. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. That's fine. He'll come back. He'll do his thing. And I just feel like Emmanuel Sanders is, is really on his way up. He's 26 years old. He's only 5'11", but, you know, I'm okay with that. I mean, Steve Smith's only 5'9". Yeah. yeah. I'm not okay with 5'11 on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, because I'm tall. But. My husband wished he was 5'11", but... <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah. No, but you know what? That's, I think that's fine. You know, I, I, 5'11". There's been receivers, like you said, Steve Smith, that are shorter than him that can do just fine. I think it's, you know, exciting for him that Mike Wallace is gone because Mike Wallace was, you know, borderline the ultimate deep ball threat in the NFL last year. I mean, his speed is just unmatched. So I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to give a lot of good opportunity to the Steelers because of the Antonio Brown Emmanuel Sanders pairing. Yeah, I'm feeling really good about him. And so even though he's, you know, and everyone debates what a sleeper is, right, as to, you know, how deep you go in the sleepers. So to me, I went deep, deep with Dominic Hickson, and then I went not as deep, but I want to give a shout out to Manuel Sanders because I just feel like that is one of those guys that you're just you're gonna want to get. I agree. Yeah. I agree. One of my sleepers is Ryan Boyles for the Detroit Lions. I Ryan mean, Boyles. I know. I know. I mean, he's had his second knee surgery in two years, but I, I just like him. I just really like him. He's How do you good. think he feels when he stands next to Calvin Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he feels good. No, I would feel awesome because I'm next to this guy and he's really cool. So I would be automatically cooler, I think, by I'm standing next to him. I'm talking about looks level. He's Calvin a beautiful Johnson, man. In my beautiful, opinion, beautiful man. <laughs> is what human beings are supposed to look like. Always. Right. His face is Perfect. It's like the commercial. Symmetrical. Oh, with the yeah, when he's in his underwear and they're like putting on a yeah, suit. Yeah, like stripping them all off. And, uh, yes. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! It worked against the actual ab because I'm not paying any attention to that vehicle <laughs> at all. You know, like you could throw the random butch woman that was up there. I was like, maybe I'll I'll pay attention to the car, but Calvin Johnson, like, come on, I'm not looking at that vehicle. I stop it. Think his his proportions. Perfect. You you don't even know that he's a monster because he's so perfectly proportioned. It, it's unbelievable. I, I well I can't say yeah. that. But we should speak. See, yeah, this is it's the like we know Ryan Calvin Broyles. Johnson. He's the number one receiver you take. I mean, we know that. Right. But this is <laughs> back to Ryan Broyles. <laughs> back to the guy nobody cares about. That's what makes Broyles a me. sleeper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he played 10 games last year, but he got two touchdowns. I mean, that's more than Sanders, you know, right? I mean, 14 yep. yards, you know, per catch average. So I think he's, I think he'll, I think he's going to do okay this year. You know, he's definitely a deep sleeper. Deep. Deep We're sleeper. Deep. Don't draft him, but keep an eye on him. He's like um, Blackman, you know, you just, Last year, you just want to maybe keep an eye on him. He might he might do something for you in a game or two. I mean, he did average fourteen point one yards per reception, you know. So it's just whether they're going to include any packages or not. Yeah, I mean, it's hard when you got Megatron because you can put like four guys on Megatron and he'll still catch the ball and score a touchdown. I know, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Uh I think that I think the Lions have something to prove this year. I think they're going to get the ball out more. You know, I think Stafford has something to prove this year, and I think I think I Broyles is, I think Broyles is you know going to get if the good Stafford end of that. Stafford can stay healthy. Yeah, that's but, true. You know, 
Yeah. Another I, guy that's plagued with injuries. Well, and they do need a wide receiver, a number two wide receiver that's decent. And they're going to be looking for it. And this guy is young. So hopefully he can bounce back. You know, he's 25. He's... I, yeah, I think the thing about Broyles, I think he's one that you have to pay a lot of close attention to come preseason because he may very well move up the ranks very close to your draft day because you really need to see how they're incorporating him into the packages, really, is where you're going to see because there isn't a whole lot of history on the guy. But if he's a number two receiver, you know, I mean, it's something to can think about. Again, depending on how many teams you have in your league. And yeah, I mean, he's 5'10", so again, he's not very tall, and he weighs 188 pounds. I mean, he's just a little tyke, but... He needs to eat a sandwich. That's why he's getting hurt. <laughs> eat something, buddy. Please. Let's send people Ooh. sandwiches. <laughs> it's really, really offensive. Why do you keep breaking? Eat a sandwich. <laughs> I mean, Megatron could eat him, you know? I mean, yeah. it's just... For a yeah. snack. Yeah. We should brand our sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> just... Don't be Ryan Matthews. Eat a sandwich. Eat a sandwich. <laughs> and then we should have, like, yeah, they're like the wrapping paper. Should have our logo on it. The clavicle club. Yeah. The clavicle. What kind of sandwich would we send him? <laughs> I mean... What, 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 is, what was his injury? Uh, his knees is he have both of his knees done knees seems like a roast mm. beef sandwich to me yeah, cheddar on rye extra mayo a little horseradish on there mm. this is mm. good stuff god what are we talking about now football or <laughs> what we're having for lunch tomorrow there's this place called In Ashley's Car- case, a little bit of both, maybe. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I don't know if you guys saw this. There's this place called Carnegie's Deli. I should actually go and post it on our site here in New York. It's a very famous, famous deli. They make these huge sandwiches. Do you guys remember this? We got the Carmelo yes. Anthony, and they, they do name them after people. Yeah. There's a Tim mm-hmm. Tebow. It's huge. We What's ate on it? the Tim Tebow? Nothing but bread? I think it's like bologna. Bologna? <laughs> That's harsh. That's oh, good. You know the guy was laughing just putting that menu together. He's oh, like, man. Oh. That should have been Mark Sanchez. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, Mark, he's too pretty for bologna. Yeah, it's got to be something like... He has, like, spicy chicken. <laughs> one of my favorite memories, I like it. Yeah, going to a Jets game, one of my favorite memories was um, these... Uh, Gentlemen, oh, oh goodness, I'm trying to think of like a mariachi band. Yes. Was there? Yeah. And they each were wearing one of the letters to spell it Sanchez. Nice. Yeah. And they just kept going, Sanchez. Were they, uh, they playing instruments yeah, as well? Yeah, and they just kept saying his name. Ole, 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 ole. Sanchez. Sanchez. And I was like, yeah. And so I got in and I danced with them. And I was like, yeah, I'm in a mariachi band. Sanchez. I mean, it was just so fun. And now, what are they going to do? Right. Well, clearly that band didn't help. <laughs> band did not help. <laughs> they when were something does help the Jets, I'd like to know when that is. It's yeah. Maybe it'll be Ryan Broyles. <laughs> Maybe they can trade for him. There you go. They I like it. Receivers. I like it. I mean, they don't have a quarterback to throw to him, but, you know, it's fine. Talking about a quarterback uh, situation, uh, Rod Streeter, wide receiver for Oakland uh, Raiders, is another one of my sleepers, deep sleeper. Uh, Mr. Matt Flynn. Yeah, or Terrell Pryor or, or, or whoever. <laughs> yeah, well said. Technically, Flynn's the star today. Um, I, I love there was an article. I, I, I don't know where it was, but. They said it was the worst performance by quarterbacks they've ever seen at, at the mini camps. And <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Awesome. Oakland Raiders, you poor, poor son of a bitches. Um, but That's I do like Rod like Streeter. You know, I mean, it's his second year. He's young. He's, uh, you know, Hayward Bay has been cut. So, you know, I think he's going to get a lot more catches this year. Head coach Dennis Allen really enjoys him. Um, he says he's, he's kind of guy, so 
Um, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he had three touchdowns last year. Almost 600 yards, you know, not bad. I'm just so hesitant to invest in the Raiders in general. And I know... Are they, are they the Jets of the West for you? They're kind of the Jets of the West for me, <laughs> where I just say, I don't know if any of you belong on my team, except for Janikowski, which, in my opinion, is one of my favorite solid. players. Always solid. Solid. In the NFL. solid. We should just make him one on our rankings, just out of principle. Jesse's Janikowski. But I also really like Blair Walsh. I, I liked that um, ranking. But I feel like the Raiders are just this, yeah, scary hole of... They're just too up in the air. I, you know? Yeah, it's just... It's Who's like the quarterback going to be? cave, right? You just can't see where the future is. You just don't know what's going to happen next, if a bat's going to jump at you. I don't know what's going on with them. I'm totally confused. I feel like ever since they lost Al, things have just been... Even before then, let's be honest. Yeah. But now they just kind of don't even have an identity. I think it'd be great if they did have a breakout player. I think it'd be great for Rod Streeter to have that year, you know. But he's got to have, once again, someone to throw him the ball. And I'm not quite sure that's going to happen. He's a talent. I think he could be a talented receiver. I mean, I agree it's going to come down to the quarterback, whether there is going to be somebody to actually throw the ball to him. But, I mean... If, if they figure that out, it, it, could, it could be good. I mean, you're also looking that they are a heavy rushing team as well, though. Well, but once again, can we keep Darren McFadden upright? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just so sad because there's so many talented people in the NFL that just cannot stay away from a doctor. They just are drawn to a hospital bed, and you just can't get them away. Well, it's because all the players are much bigger these days than they used to be. I mean, these players are enormous. I mean, this is like a semi coming at you. Oh, it's terrifying. I, I, terrifying. I no. I, I, I think I'm into this Rod Streeter pick, Courtney. Well, Even I mean, I just he said ha- I am eh, about the Raiders. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> like, oh, you're into it now, are you? Okay. <laughs> I had to think. <laughs> she, she had to talk Take a moment. Out. See, I'm telling you, it's gonna, he's going to sneak up. You're going to love him. I mean, you don't draft him, but he's going to be there, and you're going to want to pick him up halfway through a Sunday afternoon. Trust me. You know, I really do think that he's going to have a good game, a good year. He's the one I really am I'm, I'm confident in, I could say. So I ask you, Courtney, who's throwing in the ball? What's your prediction? Mm. Ooh. Matt Flynn, first three games. I'm going with Wilson. Yeah? Yep. That's that's my prediction. You're giving uh, Flynn three games. I'm giving Flynn three games. What about you, Bran? Over or under? So hold on. You're giving Flynn three games and then it goes to Pryor or? No, no. Tyler Wilson. Oh. Who is that? Exactly, right? Um, who's Pryor? I mean, I mean. Well, Pryor They're was that guy really that, bad. that like got suspended or whatever, and they had to do like a supplemental draft for him, right? Oh, right, right. Remember, and, um, that guy, yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so you think it's gonna be? I'm gonna look at this list here. Tyler Wilson, really? You know, I asked one of our Twitter followers that because we have an Oakland Raiders Twitter follower, um, a fan, and I was like, "So who do you think is gonna be the quarterback?" And he was like, "Pryor." Just a one-word answer. <laughs> I thought... Confident. <laughs> wow. I didn't think it was that cut and dry, but that's interesting that you have that feeling. I like Matt Flynn. I, I, I feel like he's one of those backup quarterbacks that, you know, kind of got an opportunity and then it was taken away from him. Um, and deservedly so. Listen, Russell Wilson is the man. I, you know... <laughs> Nothing yeah. but good things to say about that. But, you know, I'm sure it was disheartening for him, and I would like for him to have an opportunity to be great, to have a team. I think the problem is, is that the Raiders really need a fantastic quarterback because they are a hot mess. So I think he's going to maybe be unfairly assessed based off of what actually are the Raiders' deficiencies rather than his deficiencies. And so, look at Carson Palmer last year. I mean, right. Right. And that's a veteran quarterback that's been proven to be able to produce, and even he was, like, torn apart there. Yeah. 
And so, I mean, they're Oakland's number one wide receiver. I mean, we have him ranked Denarius Moore at 42, you know, and and that, he's inconsistent. At and best. that might be too high. Yeah. You know, and, and Rod is is not too far down. You know, on our rankings, we have him at 65 and I feel comfortable with that. I, I, I think that I think he's a guy you keep an eye on it, I mean, I think the whole team is, is not something you want to watch. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be pretty. Um, but hopefully Rod will be, uh, you know, the saving grace for the Oakland Raiders. But they used to be fun to watch. That's what the saddest thing for me is that you know, as a Broncos fan, I mean, we hate the Raiders, but at least they were entertaining. You know, they were dirty. You had a reason to hate them. Now you don't even hate them because they're just, it's just sad. Sad. You know, yeah, it's just sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to get back to the days where they're spitting in people's faces and pushing people. I mean, it's, it's frowned upon, but it's the Raiders. You know, that's what made the Raiders the Raiders. And it gave them a little bit of attitude and they played better. Best uniform. I have to. I have Great to. Uniform. I have to throw that out there. Best uniform. The fans have got, got fans are nuts. Crazy outfits. Um, I yeah. I mean, it's it's so good. My husband's a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and his first game was in Oakland, and uh, he was like 11 years old, and his mother flew him down from Alaska to go see the Kansas City Chiefs play Oakland, and he wore his jersey. Oh, no. And uh, let's just say they don't have mercy no matter how old you are. <laughs> and um, he had to be escorted out with three Raiders fans that were secretly wearing Kansas City Chiefs jerseys underneath the Raiders get up. Because oh, shameful. You don't do it. You just don't do it. The Oakland Raiders fans are serious. Like, this but now is- they just need people to fill the stadium. Yeah, it's true. Sad. 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 Yeah, I don't like that. You know, actually, San Diego has a difficult time filling the stadium. Yeah. So I'm afraid one of them, they're going to be the teams that go to that Los Angeles, just, I guess, stadium that's just sitting there alone. There's a stadium. They don't don't really support, they've been proven to not really support football all that well, so it'd be a bad choice. Plus, they belong in Oakland. You know, they're the Oakland Raiders. Oakland sounds grimier and dirtier. You know? <laughs> Maybe better. that's the problem. Maybe, Maybe they're trying to get a new... Uh, image. New image, yes. There's L.A. Some... sounds so fresh, and you Which drink green Flynn. juice, and yes. <laughs> Come detox with the Raiders. Come detox with the Raiders in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work for me. I'm just trying to nope. see that uniform in a cleanse commercial. It's so good. That'd be a really good commercial. Really good. <laughs> Get dirty. And then put the Calvin Raiders. Johnson right next to them, and nobody would notice the Raiders fan drinking green juice. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Calvin Johnson distracting people since he was born. I mean, yeah. that guy is ridiculously beautiful. I have to bring it up. Megatron. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well, Courtney, uh, I'm kind of, I don't know. So out of the six people we talked about, who would you most likely draft? Uh, you know, I'm going to have to go with Ryan Matthews. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hickson. You know, I really, I think this is, he's, I think, I think it's a good pickup. I think that he's going to really shine there in Carolina. You know, I don't, I'm not a huge Panther fan, but I think that, uh, I think he's going to do really well. So that's, that's, that's where my money goes. Wow. What about, what about you, Ashley? One. You know, I'm torn because I feel like Brandon Sleepers weren't like, Sleeper sleepers. So I feel like both of those players are draftable. Um, what? It's Brandon fails. Brandon <laughs> fails. Epic Dominic fail. Hickson wasn't even on the top 80. I, I think he... Uh, I think I just sold it well. Boom. I don't, I don't know. For me, Steve Smith has always kind of somewhat disappointed me. And I think the reason for that is because he was the only option for so long that every team just knew just, you know... 
focus on Steve Smith. So I like the Dominic Hickson coming in. So I think it's going to open things up for Steve Smith as well. But I think I would draft Emmanuel Sanders for the fact that I trust Ben to throw the ball more than I trust Cam. I want to believe Cam's going to throw the ball more. And Cam, you know, Cam did, you know, he had a lot of yards. But I think it's, again, just that utter frustration I would have every year watching him run that damn ball in the end zone instead of throwing it to my receiver. And tear his shirt open. Ugh. But I think Emmanuel Sanders has proven himself to be, you know, a talent and I'm excited to see with Mike Wallace gone what he's going to do with it and I think that him and Antonio Brown are fairly evenly matched that I think it could be a really exciting tandem and I'm going to Brandon with Rod Streeter yeah it's, after you just went off name. about how you wouldn't draft yeah. any Raider yeah. you're going Rod Streeter I think, All right. I think Courtney sold me on him I mean he is a starter first of all okay that's that's big I, th- I think we can agree on that. And, you know, a receiver's going to have to step up and assist this quarterback, whomever it may be, in participating with the game. You know, they're just going to have to help a lot. And they're going to have to make some spectacular catches probably and, and run their routes in a, in a way that's going to, you know, get the jam. I think he's probably going to be a PPR guy because I think they're going to do shorter passes and a lot of them. And uh, I, th- I think that they're going to, you know, I don't know. I mean, it shocks me that I would even consider drafting a Raider at this point on the offense. Once again, I would draft Janikowski over and over and over again if kickers <laughs> mattered. But they don't. So I guess I, guess I was uh, I was. Sad. I've won some fantasy games with my kicker, you know. Me too. You know. Me too. Give the, man, give the men some credit. <laughs> I'll give them credit. And I will still pick them up at the very end of the draft. <laughs> yes, this is true. This, yes. This is but true. I will appreciate them until they're David Akers and he keeps missing. Right, Ashley? Oh, it was so frustrating. He was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and so well, was I hope we... <laughs> so was my pride. Touche. <laughs> Well, I hope we gave you some advice, um, some men to keep an eye on throughout your season to pick up, maybe for a flex or maybe, you know, end up being your third wide receiver. We'll see. Make sure you follow us at Her Fantasy Football on Twitter. Same handle for Pinterest and Instagram. You can also reach us at fantasy, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Her Fantasy Football. And visit our site to get our podcast and our awesome blogs we're posting for you. Thanks again.